Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Good morning. It is 7.30 on Wall Street. I'm Michael McKee along with Tom Keene. There is a lot going on, uh, sort of merger Monday uh, today. Let's get right to it. Starwood accepting an improved bid from Marriott International. Now $13.6 billion tops the offer from the group of investors led by China's Anbang Insurance Group. Starwood shares up 3% in early trading. W.L. Ross Holdings will buy Nexio Solutions from the private equity group TPG. Stock and cash and enterprise value of $1.67 billion. By the way, W.L. Ross will change its name to Nexio Solutions. W.L. Ross uh, shares not trading yet, but uh, they were down just a tenth of a percent on Friday. Sherwin-Williams, the largest U.S. paint retailer, going to buy its competitor, Valspar, $9.3 billion in cash. Right now, Sherwin-Williams shares down 2%. Valspar shares up 27% so far this morning. Also, Intel getting downgraded to underperforming Form for market perform at Bernstein, a 12-month target price of $26 a share. They closed at 32.68 on Friday. Right now, stock down 1.7 percent. Now let's check in with Michael Barr and get the latest world and national headlines. Michael, Mike, thank you very much. President Obama will meet today with Cuban President Raúl Castro. This is a historic visit, and it's a historic opportunity to engage directly with the Cuban people and to forge new agreements and commercial deals to build new ties between our two peoples, uh, and for me to lay out my vision for a future that's brighter than our past. The president and Cuba will attend a formal welcoming ceremony and meeting with Castro at the Palace of the Revolution and a state dinner in the evening. South Korea says North Korea has fired at least four short-range projectiles into the sea. It's an apparent response to ongoing South Korea-U.S. military drills it sees as a provocation. Today's launches came three days after Seoul said North Korea launched its first medium-range missile into the sea since early 2014. A group of about 40 millionaires in New York State have sent a letter to Governor Andrew Cuomo and other lawmakers in favor of higher taxes on the state's wealthiest residents. According to the Associated Press, the letter is calling for higher taxes to address poverty and rebuilding the infrastructure. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists. I'm Michael Barr. Mike? Thank you, Michael. Now it's time for the Ray Katina Auto Group Bloomberg NBC Sports Update with John Stashower. John? Mike, it was the biggest comeback in the final minute of an NCAA tournament game ever. Northern Iowa led Texas A&M by 12 with under 40 seconds to go. By 5 with 14 seconds left, back came the Aggies. They tied the game. They ended up winning in double overtime, 92-88. to Heartbreak for Northern Iowa who had won its game Friday on a shot from half court. Xavier knocked off by Wisconsin, 66-63, on a Bronson Koenig three-pointer at the buzzer. Oregon had to rally to beat St. Joe's 69-64. Knicks played without Carmelo Anthony due to a migraine. Sacramento took advantage, up 16 after the first quarter. The Kings won 88-80. to Robin Lopez, 23 points, 20 rebounds in the loss. Devils used a new goalie and topped Columbus 2-1 in Scott Wedgwood's. NHL debut. Jason Day won the Bay Hill Golf by a shot. Indian Wells Tennis. Victoria Azarenka upset Serena Williams. Novak Djokovic won the final 6-2-6 love. With the Bloomberg NBC Sports Update, I'm John Stashauer. 
Thank you, John. Right now, we are looking at uh, a market on this merger Monday that is just barely higher. S&P futures up by a point, a tenth of a percent. Dow futures by 16 points. That's also a tenth higher. Europe unchanged, at least on a broad basis. The stock 600 is uh, not moving right now. Welcome back to Bloomberg Surveillance. I'm Michael McKee, along with Tom Keen. We are looking at a dollar index on the day that is unchanged at 95.109, but the dollar is higher against the yen, 111.50, not going to be uh, welcomed uh, news in Tokyo. The euro is a little bit higher, 112.73, which is not something they want to see either. Time now for the Bloomberg NJIT STEM report brought to you by New Jersey Institute of Technology, partnering with government and industry to apply the university's world-class research assets to innovate and spur economic growth. Learn more at njit.edu. Here's Bob Moon. Michael, good morning. Coming up on 735 on Wall Street, and here's what's making news in science, technology, engineering, and math. After weeks of sniping back and forth through legal briefs and news interviews, Apple and the U.S. Justice Department are due to face off in a California courtroom this week. Apple has asked a U.S. magistrate judge to drop an order to help the FBI hack into a terrorist iPhone, and a hearing is scheduled for tomorrow. There's word meantime that a bug has been found in Apple's encryption albeit one that the Washington Post reports likely would not have helped the FBI in the Southern California case. Still, Johns Hopkins University researchers report a flaw in Apple's iMessage platform that could enable a skilled attacker to decrypt photos and videos sent as secure instant messages. Johns Hopkins computer science professor Matthew Green told the Post, it scares me that we're having this conversation about adding back doors to encryption when we can't even get basic encryption right. And BMW wants to see its work on self-driving vehicles start paying off now. It hopes to use the early technology it's developed to squeeze out cost savings on the factory floor. The carmaker is testing suitcase-sized robotic trolleys to move car parts around. And while self-driving cars may not be ready for years, BMW says this automation efficiency drive should help cut costs by 5% per car annually. And that's this morning's. Bloomberg NJIT STEM report. Michael. Thank you, Robert. Well, it's a good thing you brought up Apple because that's what Brian White is here to talk about, a senior equity analyst at Drexel Hamilton. It is, of course, the day when Tim Cook is going to go before the public and introduce a new iPhone. But before we get to that, let me just go back to something Bob was talking about, and that is this whole Apple versus the Justice Department case. I'm not going to ask you to tell us how judges are going to rule, but is there a risk to the stock price in this whole dispute? You know, the stock has actually acted uh, fairly well as this uh, dispute has unfolded. So I don't see a risk uh, really as an analyst here um, in, in a risk to the stock price. But, you know, I think there is bigger discussion uh, for the tech industry, and I think that's why Apple's taken the stance that it's taken. In long term, how should investors think about it? Well, I think, um, you know, I think it's, uh, it's something that would have an impact across all tech companies, right? So it would set a precedent, uh, either way for all the big tech organizations. And I think that's why a lot are coming, um, in supporting Apple. But again, I, I, 
I don't look at this as a um, material event for Apple's stock price. I think it has bigger implications. All right. Well, there's a good phrase to pivot to the new iPhone. Uh, does it have material implications for Apple's stock price? It seems like they're filling in a hole rather than moving the ball forward. Yeah, so it's, it's a great question. Um, this event today is more of a stepping stone to the iPhone 7 launch in September. Uh, I do see an opportunity for a mid-market, Apple playing with the iPhone in the mid-market. Um, typically, they discount older products, older iPhones uh, to play in this area, or they release the iPhone 5C in September 2013, which did not go so well. It wasn't cheap enough. Um, some of the features were older. I think today you'll get something that might be 400 to $500 versus 649 uh, for the iPhone uh, 6S today. And it will have some of the updated features of the iPhone success, but it'll be smaller at four inches. Is this a, a major development for Apple or incremental? I think it's incremental. You know, they probably don't even totally know uh, how many units they could sell into this mid-market. Mid-market's a huge area. And I look at the middle class, there's 1.4 billion people being added to the middle class this decade. 80% are coming to Asia. So I think those that can't go out and quite afford uh, success or don't want to spend that much, this might be a good phone for them. And, and often you'll see that in developing countries. Some people just like a foreign phone, right? <laughs> and so there's a market for that. Do, do we see any uh, – Apple likes to develop software at the same time as they bring us a new phone. Do we see any software changes coming today? Um, you could see some software updates uh, for the Apple Watch potentially, okay? Um, I don't think on, on the iPhone you really see some major uh, updates today. Yeah, I think it will be more of an iPhone and iPad event today. Do we see uh, that in the fall with an with a iPhone 7? Is that more likely? Yeah, definitely you'll get the updated iOS. So that will be announced probably in June, and then you'll get the update in, in September with a new iPhone 7, which I think, you know, iPhone 7 should be a big deal. You know, it's uh, it's it's the the rounded numbers, which come every two years, that are really the big iPhone releases, and that's a lot to look forward to. About 30 seconds left. Uh, stock is at 105.95. A little change today ahead of the announcement, but uh, where does it go the rest of this year? Uh, I think. You want to own the stock here. You know, we have a $200 price target. Um, it's trading at nine times X cash. It's grown EPS 39% a year. You can look at the S&P. It's grown 5% a year over the last eight years, and it trades at 16 times. Right. So Apple's very inexpensive here. Brian White, thank you very much from Drexel Hamilton. Uh, the, uh, of course, uh, Tim Cook and uh, the Apple folks will be out uh, this afternoon. Uh, it's like 1 o'clock our time with their latest announcement uh, of the new mid-range iPhone and uh, possibly, um, as uh, Brian says, uh, something to fix up the software, uh, advance the software in the Apple Watch. And we'll have full details for that. For you, of course, on the Bloomberg Advantage with Corey Johnson and Carol Masser this afternoon. Right now, we're looking at, as I said, uh, uh, Apple price that's unchanged at 105.95 and an S&P that's up one point at a uh, tenth of a percent. Bloomberg Surveillance is brought to you by Westchester Subaru. Visit westchestersubaru.com.